Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. When you think of the UK, what do you imagine? Rain? Polite people? Terrible food? Tea? On today's episode of Thinking in English, I thought I'd explain and maybe disprove some of the most common British stereotypes. You can find the entire transcript for this episode on thinkinginenglish.blog. Head over to my Instagram page, Thinking in English podcast on Instagram, and leave a like or a follow wherever you're listening to Thinking in English. Here is today's episode. Recently, the weather in Tokyo has been quite depressing. Rainy, dark and cloudy most days. It makes my morning commute feel much longer than it really is and I think also contributes to feeling tired and unmotivated. I mentioned this to a Taiwanese friend yesterday and he replied by saying, it must remind me of home. I'm British so I must be used to rain. And the chances are that you think the same. One of the most common stereotypes of the UK and London in particular is that it always rains. In fact, most British people would also agree with you that the British weather is terrible. But are stereotypes of the UK actually true? According to the Oxford Dictionary, a stereotype is a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. By stereotyping, we assume that a member of a group will have certain characteristics because they are members of that group. I think national stereotypes are some of the most common and easiest to explain. Germans like drinking beer. Americans are loud. Argentinians love steak. Japanese people are tidy. These are some national stereotypes that people all around the world believe. When it comes to the UK, what stereotypes do you think of? What are your impressions or expectations of the UK? I went online to find a few examples of British stereotypes and there are a lot of articles on trashy websites about the British. Um, here are a few I found on the Independence website. British people all have a British accent like you see on TV. Britons love the royal family and the Queen. Britain has terrible food. Britain's always rainy. British people love to drink tea. But are these stereotypes actually true? You might be surprised, but not really and not always. There is obviously some truth in a stereotype, but there is also a lot of oversimplification. I have spent so much time explaining and defending British food and weather over the years, but people seem to not believe me when I say London is not actually that wet. And... The cuisine is not actually that bad. You can listen to the episode I recorded with Dan Sensei if you want to know why the British accent stereotype is also a myth. Today, I'm going to explain three of the most common British stereotypes. 
And by the end of this episode, you should hopefully understand why believing stereotypes is, is not always useful. In fact, this episode should be another example of why it is important to think critically. So, the first stereotype. It always rains in London. London is a rainy city, right? Everyone knows this. All of my foreign friends have commented at least once that I must be used to rain because the weather in London is bad. And I'm British, I should be used to it. And every American movie or TV show set in London shows it raining. But I've lived in London and I grew up in a village not too far away from London. And I've also lived in Japan twice in two different places and in Taiwan, uh, Taipei. And the weather in London was generally quite pleasant. The winter is not too cold. The summer is not too hot. And it doesn't actually rain that much. It might just be my memory, but I'm pretty sure it rained almost every day I lived in Taiwan. Whereas in London, it was a much less common occurrence. According to the UK Met Office, the Met Office are the people who study weather, there is on average 106.5 days of rain a year in London. And this includes days where only one millimetre of rain falls. So, 71% of the days in a year have no rain at all. Moreover, the average rainfall for the year is 557.4 millimetres. Now, these numbers won't mean anything unless we compare it with, with a few other major cities. Now, let's remember London has this reputation for being rainy. But in terms of amount of rain a year, London is the 33rd wettest capital city in Europe. Just Europe, right? It rains less in London than it does in Rome, Lisbon and Paris and 30 other European capital cities. You probably don't think of Paris or Rome as being rainy cities, but they rain more than London and Rome rains a lot more than London. And so, so that was in terms of amount of rain a year, but that's not always the best way to think about rain. Because some tropical countries, for example, uh, I think the Philippines gets more rain in one month in the summer than London gets in the whole year. But they also have a lot of sunny days. So let's think about it in terms of number of rainy days. So the number of days where there is some rain. Well, many other cities known for their sunshine and good weather actually rain more days than London does. It might surprise you, but places like Sydney, Miami, New York, Mexico City, Rio de Janeiro, Tokyo, all have more days of rain a year than London. Growing up as a child in a village relatively close to London, there were bans on excessive water use in the summer because it wasn't raining enough in the UK. And think about British sports. We play tennis on grass and we also play cricket. 
If you don't know, cricket is a ball sport that takes five days to play a full game and cannot be played under any rain whatsoever. Even a small amount of rain would mean the game is cancelled. Would people in London invent and play grass cricket or lawn tennis if such games couldn't be played when it rained? London does have quite a few overcast and cloudy days, but it doesn't rain that often. Maybe it's not the sunniest city in the world, and I definitely agree with that, but the reputation for rain in London is definitely exaggerated. If you visit London, it might rain one day, but for the majority of your trip, it will not be rainy. And rain in London tends to be light and short, maybe just for an hour or two. However, I think it is fair to say that the weather in London is highly unpredictable. The weather can change significantly between days, and even within the same day. It can be 30 degrees in August, and then the next day 15 degrees. It can be freezing in winter, and then the next day also 15 degrees. British summer clothes and winter clothes can sometimes be the same, but it it is unpredictable. In Tokyo, if I look outside and it is sunny in the morning, I normally don't take an umbrella out with me. I'm quite common that uh, I'm quite confident, sorry, that it's going to be sunny all day. But in the UK, if it's sunny in the morning, that doesn't mean anything. It's a very regular occurrence for a day in London to change between beautiful sun, gloomy cloud, rain, and then back to sun again in only a few hours. How about the rest of the UK? For sure, other parts of the UK do have more rain than London. We are an island country next to a big ocean. So the west of the country gets more rain than the east. And higher parts of the country have more rain than lower parts. But there are also parts of the UK that are even drier than London. Norfolk has the same amount of rainy days, but 30% more sun. In fact, Norfolk is drier than parts of the Middle East. I think an interesting question is why do people believe London is rainy? And I think it has a lot to do with TV shows, movies and books set in London. They tend to depict London as raining. And people expect this. Also, British people love to talk about the weather. And we talk about rain a lot. So perhaps we give the impression it rains more than it actually does. The second stereotype is that British food is terrible. If it is not rainy in London, the food is still terrible, right? I hear this a lot. In fact, after going to an international supermarket in Tokyo last week and complaining that there wasn't much British food, my friend said it was because British food is bad. But is this true? Is it true that British fat food is bad? British food is not considered a cuisine in the same way that French, Italian, Japanese, Chinese and Indian food is. It is tremendously rare to ever find a British restaurant 
anywhere outside of the UK. But when I think about it, British food isn't actually bad, or at least not that bad. Maybe I'm biased as I grew up in the UK, but I've eaten some terrible food in other countries. In every country I've been to, I've eaten terrible food. And in every country I've been to, I've eaten good food. So I think people tend to judge British food after their bad experiences, probably because they went to a bad restaurant because they were a tourist in the UK, rather than being a British person who knows which restaurants to go to. If we think about British food, the stereotypical dishes like fish and chips are delicious. A full English breakfast is the best breakfast in the world, in my opinion, and I've eaten a lot of breakfasts. British pies and pasties are incredible. British cakes and biscuits are amazing. As much as I love Japanese food, I have never found a single supermarket biscuit as good as British snacks in Japan in three years of living here. Moreover, when you think about produce, Britain has some of the best produce in the entire world. Many of the world's best cheeses are British, like cheddar. Bread is, in, is delicious in the UK. Britain is home or is the home of incredibly high quality meat, like Angus beef. We are a farming country with a wide variety of delicious vegetables and fruits. British chocolate is a hundred times better than the stuff available outside of Europe. Milk, butter and cream are also very high quality in the UK. And snack foods like uh, potato chips, or crisps as we say in the UK, are awesome. Much better than other ones I've had in other countries. So why does British food have a bad reputation? The most common explanation is war. Historians suggest that before the 20th century, Britain was not seen as a place of bad food. In fact, British food had a relatively good reputation because, because of our temperature not being too high, our meat generally didn't go rotten quickly. Whereas in other parts of the world, meat did rot and food did rot and vegetables did go bad. So if you think about really spicy food or highly flavoured food, it often comes from warmer countries. And there are quite a few reasons to this. But one of the reasons is that in warm countries, it's hard to keep food, food fresh. So the food will often go bad. But by adding lots of spices and flavours, the rotten food wouldn't taste that bad. But in the UK, we didn't necessarily need to do that. Uh, Wars and rationing meant that the ingredients were not freely to buy uh, up until 1954 in the UK. A whole generation of British people grew up in a world without a culinary or cooking tradition. Ingredients like canned food, cheap bread and powdered milk and eggs were the only things available to cook with. And until recently, this lack of culinary heritage has characterised British cooking. But over the, the past 20 or so years, I think things have definitely changed. 
Even since I was a child, British food has got better. British TV is full of cooking TV shows. And I mean full. There's a cooking TV show on on one of the major channels almost every hour. Restaurants have been getting better and people are spending more time thinking about food. London has some of the best restaurants in the world and an incredible variety of food available. And okay, the final stereotype, Britain is a tea drinking nation. Now, this stereotype is a little different. Why? Well, because it's kind of true. British people do drink a lot of tea. But maybe the history is not what you think, and maybe we don't drink tea in the way that is often stereotyped. Britain drinks 60 billion cups of tea a year. That is 900 cups for each person in the UK every year. And when I lived with my parents, I was definitely drinking at least four cups of tea a day. So over a thousand cups a year. Tea has become an incredibly common part of British culture. I love tea, but I also love coffee. And in my local cafe, uh, my local cafe, other customers always ask me why I order coffee if I'm British. They think I should be drinking tea. But if you look at the statistics, the same amount of people drink coffee every day as the people who drink tea every day, although they drink less coffee on average. Tea was not always a British drink. It doesn't grow in the UK. For most of history, beer was the most common drink of choice. Alcohol was far safer to drink than dirty water in major cities. And people always forget about the history of coffee in the UK. In fact, coffee was popular in London and the UK long before tea was. The whole reason cafe culture developed in Britain and Europe was due to coffee. Coffee was introduced to the UK hundreds of years ago and became a popular drink for normal people visiting venues in London. While coffee was becoming popular, tea was almost impossible to buy in the UK. China produced most of the world's tea at the time and wasn't trading with anyone, and there was no tea in the British Empire. Tea drinking became popular only after the royal family of the UK started to drink tea. In the past, many of the trends in the UK were due to people copying the kings and queens. Once taxes were reduced on tea, it became even more affordable than coffee and beer, making it the drink of choice for most of the country. However, the way Britain consumes tea is different to the stereotype. Have you heard of afternoon tea? The idea that British people take a break in the afternoon to drink tea and eat cakes and sandwiches is really attractive and popular with people outside of the UK. But it's not a regular occurrence for British families. Of course, we drink a lot of tea and probably will have a cup of tea in the afternoon. But that is not afternoon tea. Afternoon tea is the weird meal sitting around in a table with sandwiches. In fact, I think I have only had afternoon tea once or twice in my life. Afternoon tea was traditionally traditionally popular with the wealthy, 
and is now for tourists mainly, but both British and international tourists. Confusingly, tea has another meaning in the UK. Many people, including myself, call our evening meal tea. It comes from the idea of having high tea, which was a working class alternative to afternoon tea that involved drinking tea and eating bread in the evenings. So don't be calling your afternoon tea high tea because afternoon tea was the the posh sandwiches and high tea was just a piece of bread for working class British people. Gradually, working class British people began to call their midday meal dinner and their evening meal tea. Middle and upper classes would tend to use lunch and dinner instead. So here is today's final thought. Is it really always rainy in London? Is British food terrible? And has the UK always been a nation of tea drinkers? Hopefully, after listening to today's episode, you realise that some of these stereotypes are not actually that accurate. London doesn't actually rain much. It's drier than most major cities in Europe, probably drier than where you are right now. British food isn't actually as bad as people say. Get a packet of salt and vinegar crisps, have fish and chips by the seaside, and eat a delicious steak pie, and you'll understand what I'm saying. And although Britain loves drinking tea, it hasn't always been that way. And we don't drink afternoon tea every day. How about your country? What are some stereotypes about your country that are not actually true? Let me know on the comments on the blog or on Spotify or reach out to me on Instagram. In fact, why not just go and follow me on Instagram and like a few posts, Thinking in English podcast over there. Like, rate and subscribe and follow wherever you listen to Thinking in English. You can donate on the blog if you'd like to support me and support the podcast. And have a great day. Have a great week.